Gary? Because I really want to see the rest of the galaxy. Listen, you don't know what it's like. You're safe here and things are peaceful, but the galaxy is Terrifying so and full of danger. Right. So you do know. Because I've heard it a million times. Hmm? I've not said it that much. I've... It's only dangerous because the Jedi are needed. Welcome back. Greetings, Bucketheads. Mevar Tigar? Welcome to the 98th Astro Boy Analoging episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom. And thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. The best way to reach out to us is, of course, via social media. We are at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. Please, by all means, email the show long-form emails at MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. And hey, if you want to support the show in in fun and unique ways, five-star reviews are so super sweet. They help the small independent shows like us stand out, not get lost in the, the chaotic seas of the podcasting landscape where everyone and their brother has a podcast. And in my case, that's literally true because I have another podcast that my brother is a co-host on very often. <laughs> so it's true. I speak with truth in my heart and in my voice. Well, welcome back. Greetings to any new listeners that are on board. We're so glad you're here. We have a fun podcast lined up for you today. We're still exploring the world of Star Wars Visions. Uh, and, and we're two sort of like, a, in my mind, what is sort of a interesting chunk of episodes in Star Wars Visions. I, I I'm not sure if I like these back four as much as I like the front five. But that's not to say there isn't something unique and interesting going on with each of these episodes as we will explore every single one individually because, hey, these creators put in the time and the effort to make these stories for us. The least we can do is show them the same amount of respect by talking about each episode individually and and, and uh, uh, trying our best to, to, I don't know, I don't know what word I want to use here, but we just want to show that respect back to these creators and, and, and talk about the shows in the best possible sense that we can. And, you know, whether there's positives or negatives, that's all, all that's all subjective. That's that's on me. That's on you as a listener and a viewer of the content. And But we're going to try and be uh, fair, and we're going to try and be nice. That's sort of the key element on the Mandivision podcast. You know, even even the Star Wars content that we're not the world's biggest fans of, People worked really hard on these things, and, and they deserve uh, credit and respect for that. 
you know, if someone walked into your job that, you know, I'm going to, let's just assume you're, you're pretty happy with your job and you, you like it there, and someone came in there and just crapped all over it, you'd be pretty upset too. We have no intention of doing that. That's not what Man Division is here for. You know, again, we, there may be things we don't like, and we, may be, we will be honest and express that, but we're not going to be mean about it. Never going to be mean. The Mandos aren't mean. I don't, <laughs> well, maybe they're a little mean. But, <laughs> but again, this podcast is a safe place. We're here to have conversations. We're here to have dialogues. There's no name calling. There's no uh, uh, just throwing out blanket statements. You know, we we try to support our arguments, my arguments in particular on the show. I try to support them as much as I can. You either agree, you disagree, and that's cool. We're all here to have fun and enjoy Star Wars on our own way. Maybe there's an episode of Visions you like more than me. Maybe there's an episode of Visions that I like less than you. It's all good because we're here for the conversation. And that's exactly what we're here for because it is one of the more divisive episodes of Star Wars Visions this week. This is episode six. Now, there's there's multiple ways to interpret this title. T-O-B-1, 2-B-1, or ultimately, Toby. So, uh, that, to me, that's kind of a fun element of the title alone. And there's sort of three ways to take it as the story sort of progresses. And as you sort of look at what it's all about. So, this is Star Wars Visions Episode 6. We'll just call it T.O.B. 1 for right now. This is presented by Science Saru uh, Studio. It is the second lowest ranked episode of Star Wars Visions, according to IMDb ratings right now. It is still ahead of Tatooine Rhapsody. But... It's close. <laughs> and the next episode above it is also close to this one. So there, there could be a flip-flop. This could be the third lowest rated at some point, too. Uh, this one has gotten a lot of negative criticisms. Again, a lot of the stuff that we talked about in, in, in earlier episodes, reviewing Visions, you know, you, you get a lot of the same stuff. This isn't Star Wars. This isn't right. The only thing they have that's from Star Wars is a lightsaber. And... Just to reiterate, if anyone new is out there listening to this episode and you haven't heard what I've said in the past, Star Wars is so many things to so many people. It is not limited to one specific thing. And if you think that it is, this maybe isn't the podcast for you. And that's unfortunate. But we accept multiple perspectives, multiple interpretations of what Star Wars is and can be. And we welcome them because... The more things that Star Wars can be is the happier I can be. <laughs> and that is really why I'm doing this podcast, because I love Star Wars so much. It makes me so happy. And so the more Star Wars I can get, the more diverse Star Wars can be, the better. And it just makes the world a more harmonious place. So let's get into this episode. Like I said, I, this one's controversial. This will probably be one of the lower-rated episodes that I review from Visions, because no one likes it. Okay, some people like it more than Tatooine Rhapsody, but still, not a good rated, excuse me, not a highly rated episode, but I think there are things in this episode that you can look at and extrapolate from and have a good time with. It's a solid piece of entertainment. It's 14 minutes out of your life, and I've seen way worse ways to spend 14 minutes of your life. <laughs> and I could probably name a couple, but that's that's a different podcast. We're not doing that on this show. We're keeping it on the positive and we're going to look at this episode, uh, I think, even-handedly. I'm not going to delve into it. It's not Star Wars. It's nonsense. It says Star Wars on it. It must be Star Wars. And I'm also not going to be the guy who poops all over 
Disney and their direction and their handling of Star Wars. That is, those are different podcasts. You know where to find those. We can have that conversation at a later date. But again, it'll be a polite conversation. It'll be a civil conversation. But for another time. So let's get into it. Let's get excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to talk about this episode because there's interesting things in this. There's some really fun little nuggets here and there in this episode. Now, again, it's not my favorite one by far. It's it's more towards the middle, uh, maybe even more towards the back half of, of my overall rankings of the nine episodes. But there's interesting concepts in here. There's some fun ideas to explore, and we're going to get into all of those. But you know what you have to do first. It is the key element of the Mandavision podcast. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Huh? What am I drawing? Well, obviously it's a Jedi Knight. Yeah! It's the strong, heroic Jedi Knight, T.O.B. Star Wars Visions number six, T.O.B. One, from Science Saru uh, Studios. This is the plot is a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi discovers a dangerous truth about his creator. Directed by Abel Gongoria, written by Yuchiro Kido. This episode of Star Wars Visions has possibly the smallest voice cast of them all. So our our cast for this episode, Jaden Waldman as T.O.B. One, Kyle Chandler as Mitaka, Neil Kaplan as the Inquisitor, and Michael Sinterniklas. As stormtrooper, <laughs> and I think I think Michael has like one line, and I hope I'm saying this. I hope it's pronounced Michael. Has like one line of dialogue, but he and both and, and Neil Kaplan have been in previous episodes of Visions uh, thus far as some of the English speaking voices. So kind of some fun, kind of interesting to see them come back, do some more stuff, and and that's that's kind of where we are with that aspect of it. So let's go ahead and talk about the show. I think the thing that I noticed first about this episode, first and foremost, is that it's it's essentially Astro Boy in Star Wars. Now, Astro Boy is not a character that I have a super intimate familiarity with. Like I know the character visually. I've seen Astro Boy in in various forms of media over my time on this planet, but I don't know much about Astro Boy's creation other than he's some sort of. Uh, uh, cybernetic boy boy being and that's what TOB1 is a cybernetic boy being who dreams of being a Jedi Knight and that is the fuel for this episode now much like other episodes of the show it does fixate a bit on lightsabers and kyber crystals but again that that's just is sort of like the through line in Star Wars Visions for all these episodes is like lightsabers kyber crystals kind of like that reoccurring element that we that we've talked about in prior episodes uh, obviously, the big knock on the episode is that it's very kid-centric. It's very youth-friendly. It's not for us middle-aged uh, fans of Star Wars. And, and you know, you can enjoy this episode just fine if you know that going into it. Or, or you know, if, you, if you're like me and you watch it for the first time, it, it, it quickly dawns on you that, hey, this isn't necessarily aimed at me. But you can still sit there, watch it, enjoy it, and and take, you know, kind of like bask in the joyful, youthful energy of the episode. Uh, you know, again, I don't know a, a darn thing about Astro Boy, and if Astro Boy's, you know, as as uh, youthful and excitable as Tob One, I can see why that character has endured for so long. Because I think Tob One has that youthful, joyful energy that Star Wars needs on occasion. 
and I'm okay with it being uh, geared toward a slightly younger audience. Star Wars is supposed to be for everyone. That includes people younger than me, including people that are significantly younger than me. Like, you know, children who go to Star Wars land and want to get lightsabers and have fights at, at uh, with light, with stormtroopers or whatever, you know, doing that whole thing, doing that Padawan school they do at, at Disneyland. You know, I'm, I'm, mm, I don't want to go on a tangent. I'm just very tired of, of Star Wars fans in my age bracket doing that whole thing where it's like, Star Wars is this. I'm just tired of it. I'm, I'm just so worn out by it. Watch this. Enjoy its youthful energy. Now, this is, again, this is not my favorite episode by any stretch of the imagination. It's not even my favorite animated episode. I feel like the 50 animation on this one is, again, there's a there's that, a nice dynamic energy to it, but it's got a weird sort of graininess to it that uh, I never quite caught on to. And uh, there's also sort of a, a sort of whitewashed, bland kind of color palette that, again, I wish they had done some more with the colors and made it pop a little bit. Because when, 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 I almost called him Master Boy, but when T.O.B. 1 first opens his eyes from sort of like his, his uh, sleep state and we, see, we, we meet Mitaka for the first time, the colors kind of pop and, you, and you, you sort of think that might be what you get the rest of this episode. But the white tones of the episode sort of uh, wash everything out as far as that goes. And that's part of the planet that they're on, this, this dual sun planet, twin sun planet. Again, another evocative image from Star Wars, the twin suns. And yeah, I mean, as far as the color palette goes, I guess that's all I really have to say about it. The animation is still solid. It's just not my favorite animation that we've seen thus far. But it still stands out more than uh, some of the episodes that we'll get to a little, a little bit later on. And we'll talk about those in a couple days. So solid enough entertainment the presentation, the story is simple enough. T.O.B. 1 is a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi Knight. And who wouldn't? Again, this is a, a, if, if this show is in fact geared towards a younger audience, who in that younger audience does not dream of being a Jedi Knight, wielding a lightsaber, going into battle against Inquisitors and Dark Jedi and Sith Lords and Stormtroopers and the whole shebang? Like, this is totally in line with what Star Wars is. So that argument on so many of the negative reviews of this isn't Star Wars is a very narrow perspective. And I don't have the time or the patience for it any longer. So we're moving on. Uh, the other knock you could make is that, well, a cybernetic being cannot possibly be a, in, in attunement with the Force. The Force is all about the you know the living galaxy, the living universe. Now again, He's a cybernetic boy. Is he all cyborg? Is he all robot? Is he all droid? Potentially, possibly. Or is there a chunk of the, of, of TOB1 that is the Toby that is named later on by Mitaki, that his former Padawan perhaps imbued with these cybernetic parts in a new way of living? There's a lot of elements to this story that we don't get into. And the exploration of a cybernetic being as, 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 as a potential Jedi, I think it's very interesting, very fascinating. I mean, Darth Vader is a cyborg, still able to wield the Force and do some serious, serious damage to many, many people, choking out Imperial officers left and right and throwing half of the, of the Cloud City at Luke Skywalker in The Empire Strikes Back. So don't discount T.O.B. 1 because he's a cybernetic being. That doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. If, he, if, if they come around and be like, oh yeah, no, he's a full-on full droid, I, I, I guess I could understand your argument a little bit more, 
But then you have to in, indulge in your imagination, your sense of imagination, your sense of wonder about the Star Wars galaxy, and like the idea of like, well, what, what, what if if a droid were attuned to the Force? Because then that makes you examine your relationship with the droids of Star Wars. And and we'll just focus real quickly on R two D two and C three PO, the the classic characters, the the droids that we are most attuned with as as a as a viewing audience, and that we are we are most closely connected to. If you watch those droids get destroyed on screen, would you not weep for them? You've known them your entire life. They were your entry point into Star Wars when you first watched the New Hope. If they were were killed on screen or in a comic, or in a novel, would you not be upset? Would you not have an emotional, visceral reaction? Even though they're, quote-unquote, just droids, and, quote-unquote, not a life form, blah, 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 that can't live with the Force? No, you wouldn't. You would be very upset at the death of R2-D2 and C-3PO. You wouldn't just be like, ah, dumb droids, we'll, we'll, we'll get some new ones. That's not how it works. And if that is how it works for you... You need to. You might got something else going on. We get the. We'll we'll talk to you later after the podcast. But yeah, so so let's indulge our sense of of wonder, our sense of fancy, if you will, and 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 embrace the idea that a droid or cybernetic being could wield the force, could wield a lightsaber, and be a Jedi Knight. Why not? Why not? Is not is Star Wars not rife with potential possibilities? And, and exploring all of these things. Again, for a, a film franchise that spans... Okay, now it spans nine movies. But there's not a, a, a huge mythology as far as... as well, there is. I <laughs> take it back. I was going to go down the road, but I'm not going to do it. But why not embrace so many different aspects? So many different concepts and ideas. Maybe ultimately it proves futile. But indulge it. Like, go with it. See where it goes. See what happens. And if it makes if it makes the Star Wars universe richer, then there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, and as far as the story goes for the episode, it, it's it's pretty like by the numbers in, in a sense that two one uh, excuse me T O B one Toby two B one to be a Jedi Knight uh, it wants to have a quest, and and Mitaka gives him a quest. Let's go find a Kyber crystal. There's one on this planet somewhere, and I sort of enjoy the sequence where uh, he is looking for the kyber crystal, where he's trying to find the Force in the most childlike way possible by looking behind rocks for it. You know, like it's some sort of thing to actually seek out and, and, and find with your eyes, as opposed to uh, what the Force is, this living entity that is all around us at all times. There's something charming about that. There's something fun about that. And if you, if you can't get behind that, um, you're, you're, maybe you're just taking your Star Wars too seriously. And I, I, you know, and, and that's your business. I'm not. I don't want to knock that. It, if you want to take Star Wars super seriously, that's cool. That's your thing. But you and I are gonna have a hard time meeting in the middle because, like, I'm more willing to to have some 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 flexibility in my Star Wars. And again, don't get me wrong. I don't. There's parts of Star Wars that I'm like, yeah, that's that was not for me. And this episode, by and large, isn't for me, quote unquote. But there's enough in there that I like. I indulge the 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 fantasy of it, and I I think that's the biggest leap that a lot of us older Star Wars fans have to take for this particular episode. Uh, Tob One on his quest eventually comes across a T sixteen Skyhopper. Obviously, we all recognize that ship as 
what Luke had on Tatooine. That would be what he hunted down his womp rats with. They're not much bigger than two meters. You know, you know the lines. I don't have to repeat, repeat them to you. You were all on the same page, but really cool. What a, what a neat little throwback to something. Uh, uh, you know, there's there's so many callbacks in in these episodes, whether it's it's lines of dialogue that we know intimately from all the films or like evocative imagery of the Star Destroyers, of TIE Fighters, X-Wing Fighters, you know, things like that. Uh, the, the T-16 was the one that kind of surprised me. It's like, oh, oh, they, they went back to this point. That's very, very interesting. And then going back to the very beginning of this episode, when when TOB-1 is looking for the other droid, and he goes up to that room. And I, I couldn't quite tell if that droid is the one doing the wall etchings. But, I mean, you get the entire Star Wars saga as like a wall etching. And I thought it was really a really fun little thing that they did there. Like, you can recognize various things. You see A-Wings and X-Wings and TIE Fighters in it, what looks to be the Death Star, and what looks to be General Grievous fighting off against a Jedi Knight. And these wonderful little elements in the episode that that I found uh, very endearing. And and I like that so very, very much. Some of the stuff I read online was like, oh, no, this is firmly entrenched between episodes three and four. But if you look at those wall etchings, you're like, well, there were no A-Wings. There was no, you know, TIE fighters at, you know, right at the end of the episode. And I guess technically there could be because you're seeing AT-ATs and ATSTs on those wall etchings too. And maybe at some point they transition to that. But let's just play along with the idea like this is just fantasy. And we're, we're, we're embracing the entire Star Wars mythos. Because it's not like that's an Inquisitor that we've seen in the past. We, we know all the, all the Inquisitors. That's not one we know. <laughs> but embrace the fantasy. Embrace the whimsy. Embrace the, the fancy of it all. And then if you do that, if you, if you can sort of just enjoy it for what it is, I think you'll like this episode a lot more than the, than the reviews uh, give it credit for. You know, obviously, again, we talked about it. It's not for, quote-unquote, not being Star Wars. And and it, it's very much Star Wars. It's very much in line with Star Wars. But because people, some people with a narrower perspective of what Star Wars is want to put it in this little tiny box, they're not getting any enjoyment out of it uh, that we are. And, and I think there's a lot to take out of this episode. It's it's really solid entertainment, really dynamic inter- entertainment. Uh, it's it's it, and you th- there's there's sadness in this episode. There's an emotional spectrum. You know, uh, again, I almost called him Astro Boy, but Tob One in his his sort of young, energetic state. You know, when he finds a T sixteen Skyhopper, gets on board, starts pushing buttons like any other kid would do. And, and, and starts doing uh, make-believe like we would do. You know, we, we, we already know at this point that T.O.B. 1 makes believes that he's a Jedi Knight all the time. It's what he wants most in this galaxy. He wants to leave this planet and go out and, and, and do Jedi Knight things. But it's Mitaki who has to sort of be like, hey, listen, we have work to do. And it's good work. We're doing a good thing here by bringing life to this planet. And then it's through Mitaka's death that TOB1 learns that what they're doing and the value of what they're doing. And, and you know, again, it's it's a 14-minute episode, and it's, it's, it's like, hyper-compressed. But TOB1 learns these, these intense lessons. Like, there was a point for being here. Bringing life to this planet was a worthwhile quest. And now that, you know, just because I'm a Jedi doesn't mean that quest is over. I can now go out about into the galaxy and continue what my master, what my creator... Mitaka taught me to do 
And, and again, if you're bringing life to the galaxy, you're bringing life to the Force. You're making the Force stronger. You're making the, the Force more present in people's lives by bringing life to dead worlds and things like that. So this, this, this episode is, is perhaps in some ways more Star Warsy than many others because of its understanding of, of life and the Force. Food for thought. Just my two cents. But I really dug it. And then obviously obviously the scene where T.O.B. one realizes that the Kyber Crystal is in fact in him and he builds his lightsaber and he goes to uh, avenge the death of Mitaka by engaging with the Inquisitor, having a great lightsaber battle. The lightsaber battles are really, really fun between T.O.B. one at this point in the episode, he's Toby, and the Inquisitor. And then when he, when he powers up with the CO3 droid and gets like that ultra armor suit after his arm gets cut off by the Inquisitor... Just really fun. That that's when the anime animation kicks off. Anime animation. That's when the anime style really kicks off, and you see that dynamic kinetic energy that I look forward to in every single episode. Really engages. Really comes to life. And you know, I don't have a lot more to say about the episode than that. I I, I think it's harshly criticized. I think it's it's rife with potential. I enjoy the idea of a cybernetic being being able to wield a lightsaber and the force and and have a connection to the spirituality of the Force, the, the energy of life in the galaxy. And now he wants... He, he sounds wrong. I don't want to say... Yeah, so I'll just say they. Now they want to go out into the galaxy and spread that from world to world. Perhaps more Star Warsy than some of the other episodes we've seen thus far. And there's some really damn good episodes in there. But that it, it's subtle. It's subtext. And, and, and I think a lot of the reviews that I've read on, some of the, on, on each of these episodes... It's all surface stuff. You're you're just looking at what you're seeing. You're not embracing the, the these people are not embracing the material, the script, the story that's being told, and again, a very hyper condensed story at the same time. I like I like this episode a lot. I think it's really really underrated. People you know people seem to knock it for being an Astro Boy knock. People seem to knock it for being like there's no way this robot boy can wield the force, and it's you know. <sighs> It's your prerogative, but I feel I feel like that is generally the state of mind of an unhappy person. An unhappy person. And Star Wars makes me happy. And I think Star Wars makes the, the vast majority of listeners to this podcast happy. So by and large, watch the TOB1 episode with that perspective and, and, and be happy. There's again, there's something joyful about this episode that I think it gets overlooked because of of sort of like the negative cloud around it that it's not Star Wars enough. It's all if it wasn't for the lightsabers, it wouldn't be a Star Wars story. I I got no time for that. And and the the fine listeners of this podcast, I believe you all don't have time for that either. I got no time for negative energy as far as that goes. Again, there's things about Star Wars that we don't have to like and love. Um, but, 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 but saying something Star Wars enough, if you're going to say that you got to give me some better arguments than, um, it's not Star Wars enough, period. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. And I don't have time for it. If you can't support your art, it, it's, it's like high school when you would write a paper and you would get the note back from your teacher in red ink, like support your theme. That's what these reviews can't seem to do. <laughs> so... If, if, if anyone would care to elaborate on why it's not Star Wars enough for them, I'm, I'm happy to listen. We can have a dialogue. We can have a discussion. You know, and maybe, maybe, maybe 
one of us gets swayed the other way. But maybe at the, at the very least, we understand where each other's coming from. Hopefully. I don't want to be divisive. That's not what we do here on Man Division. But I don't have anything else to say about it. It's it. it listen, listen I, I, as far as rating goes, uh, I, I guess a six and a half, maybe even a seven is where I would fall. It, it, it's I, I freely acknowledge this episode is not for me. But there's fun little nuggets, and there's this wonderful, youthful energy about the episode that I can't knock. Just because I'm not young doesn't mean I have to make fun of something or insult something that is for the young. There, there, there are elements to this that I really enjoy. And, and this is an episode you can show a young person, and maybe they get really excited about Star Wars for the first time. That's a good thing. That's a really, really good thing. Because guess what? Old farts like me are going to be dead at one day, one day. So if it's not for the upcoming generations embracing Star Wars now, it, Star Wars will die. And that's not what I want to have happen. Star Wars is not for me in my generation. Star Wars is for everyone, for all generations forward. And that's what the bottom line is supposed to be. Create stories, craft stories that keep bringing in new fans. Creating new fans. That's what we want. That's the legacy the Star Wars needs to be. You know, it needs. To, people want to knock it for being owned by Disney, but Disney's been around half our lives now. Well, for for our for our parents has been half their lives, but again, like for my entire existence, Disney has been around, and Disney will be around long after I'm gone. But I'll always have my memories of Disney, and they're good memories. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I don't know. If you guys want, if you want to attack me, you know where to attack me. Reach out. It's at Mando underscore Vision. Twitter and Instagram. Long form emails can go to mandovisiontom at gmail.com. I will be happy to read them, happy to engage in a discussion. And again, we don't have to agree, but we do have to be polite and civil to one another, treat each other like human beings. That's my most important aspect of, of, of the long form engagement. Yeah, and that's it. I don't know what else to say. Like I said, six and a half, maybe a seven if I'm feeling super generous, but a really enjoyable episode of the of the show. And that that's saying something because, again, I don't know how I feel about the back four of this season in relation to the first five of the season. So we're going to work that out. We're going to have a little therapy session for me as we watch the next couple of episodes. we got the, we got three more left to go in Visions, and we're, we're, we're going to talk about our feelings. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to put it out there on Front Street, and uh, hopefully you all help me get some uh, some clarity on how I should feel about some of these episodes that we're getting ready to watch. I wanted to give a little bit of a programming note for all you fine, fine listeners who who tune in uh, every single episode that we download. You download it quickly. You listen to it quickly. You comment quickly. And, and, and I, I, you know, we've been doing the Monday-Friday thing for a long, long time. And the plan is still to maintain that. Uh, there has been a little bit of turmoil in my home life. Nothing crazy. Nothing horrifying. <laughs> so don't, don't get don't don't be too concerned about me as far as that goes. Like I'm not going to be in some crazy mental state. I'm not volatile or, or emotionally unstable at the, at the moment. There's just some stuff happening, and, and and it may cause an occasional delay in an episode by a day or so. If that happens, I will be posting it on social media ahead of time. That hey, listen, I'm super super sorry. The episode is going to be late by about 24 hours, you know. So, like a Monday show might shift to Tuesday, or a Friday show might shift to a Saturday, something along those lines. I'm going to try to keep it on point Monday, Friday, as much as I can. But I want to give everyone's a heads up. 
there's some stuff going on in my personal life, in the real world, and and I'm, I'm handling it. I'm trying to keep it as separate from the podcast as humanly possible. And again, nothing bad. Please, if if you have any concern about me as as a, as a as a person, don't worry. It's nothing. It's nothing super super dramatic. There's just a little bit of a. Uh, 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 we'll, uh, I'll put it a little bit out there. It's it's a little bit of a housing situation. So, you know, you know how it is with housing situations. Things happen, and and you get a little busy. So that may be what's going on. I'll talk more about it as as things kind of shake out, as more information is made available to me. Like I'm still waiting for details on things, but I did want to give everyone a heads up because this audience is is so loyal and so awesome, and I'm so so happy that that everyone takes the time. To download and share and, and and engage with me on on socials, and I can't thank you enough. And the least I could do is show you the respect that you've shown me by being upfront and honest. Like I'm, I'm keeping, I'm I'm doing my best to keep it Monday and Friday. But if there's a delay, please be on social media. You'll see the post. I'll I'll, I'll put it out there. I'll let you all know ahead of time that hey, I'm I'm super super sorry, but I need another 24 hours to get this out. And that's that's all I got for you today. But yeah, we should be chugging along. We're gonna finish visions. And and I'm excited to get to again these these final three episodes of visions, the the I, the I, conflicted feelings, hot topics, many thoughts, and we will get to it very very soon. I'm excited. We're rolling into these final three episodes, and then we're gonna be blazing a trail, getting ready to get to the book of Boba Fett. Come on, come on! This year is gonna end with such a bang with that show debuting. Cannot wait for it. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to really quickly plug the other podcast that I do. If you're not a listener, please head on over. Check out the TomCast podcast. We are in the midst of our Halloween-based episodes of the show, so we're talking about uh, this year. We're doing fun Halloween movies. You know, we talked about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we talked about Happy Death Day, and we're getting ready to do an episode with Tucker and Dale versus Evil versus the Cabin in the Woods. So kind of like the lighter fare. If you're not into like the the gore and the slasher films and the the jump scares, this these are the Halloween podcasts that you need right now. So please head over to the Tomcast podcast. Check out what we're doing over there, and and yeah, give you know give it a like. There are there is more naughty language on those episodes. I do tend to be a bit more. Uh, I work blue on those ones. More f bombs, things of that nature. <laughs> Star Wars is a more family friendly podcast. Man of Vision is a more family friendly podcast. Tomcast podcast is a little bit more colorful in the language spectrum. So check those out if you're looking for some Halloween based content. And I truly, truly appreciate you taking the time to do that. Again, I give you the social medias. I gave you all the other stuff. So I think we're all set. I think we're ready to wrap up. We'll be back very, very soon. Hopefully on time. Hopefully no delays. But you know how this podcast works because it can only end. One way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs>